Welcome to the Real Estate Espresso Podcast, your morning shot of what's new in the world of real estate investing. I'm your host, Victor Manash. On today's show, we're talking about the reversal of a two-decade-long trend in a matter of weeks. The question is, will this trend really reverse? Perhaps it's a short-term reversal, only to be followed by a continuation of the original trend. The trend that we're talking about is urban intensification. Most major cities stopped developing in the downtown core back in the 1960s. The suburbs began to sprawl and sprawl and sprawl. Farmland was gobbled up and replaced by highly manicured streets with a single tree planted in front of each house. It would take another decade before the tree would look like a tree. That's how you could tell the age of a neighborhood without looking at the houses. You only needed to look at the maturity of the trees. The white two-story houses of the 1950s and 60s were replaced by more elaborate designs in the 70s and 80s. The new homes paid tribute to the two-income, two-car desires of most households. The lots got narrower and the houses got taller. Between the suburbs and the downtown core, most cities had a band of real estate that was neglected for nearly 30 years. These homes were built in the 1920s through the 1940s. It wasn't trendy to remodel a historic home yet. They were just old and out of style. But as baby boomers began retiring, they've been downsizing. They've been selling the four-bedroom house in the suburbs and moving closer into town. They might be moving into a new condo or perhaps into a new semi-detached house with a small rear yard and modern amenities like a roof deck. That band between the downtown core and the suburbs now has become really trendy with new construction townhouses. These boomer buyers don't want to mow the lawn and they don't want to shovel the snow. The millennial buyers don't seem to want the large houses in the suburbs either, and it looked like the suburban home was destined to become a dinosaur as tastes have changed. So fast forward to 2020. We have a global pandemic on our hands. People are working from home and need more space for a home office. All of a sudden, that four-bedroom house that looked too large is now the perfect house for two bedrooms and two offices where two people can be on a video conference call simultaneously without disturbing each other. The lockdown situation meant there were very few new houses listed for sale during the traditional spring market. April's inventory of houses for sale was the lowest on record, and we've seen a wave of new listings poised to hit the market in June. Perhaps this will be the traditional spring market just delayed by a couple of months. Well, for now, the inventory remains low and we're still seeing bidding wars in a number of markets. Major home builders have seen a new wave of contracts since the middle of May. And despite the major job losses, there are some sectors of the economy that seem to be booming, and new home construction is setting up to be one of them. Record low interest rates seem to be contributing factor to a large pent-up demand, but there's so few houses for sale that would-be sellers are holding on. They could sell, but where would they move to? There's nothing for sale for them to buy. That was the same dilemma my wife and I faced earlier this year when we made the decision to sell our home. There were only 16 houses for sale in our area, a suburb of Ottawa with 200,000 people. Even through the lockdown, houses were selling above asking price in multiple offers with only a virtual tour and no open houses. 2020 is shaping up to be one of the busiest summers on record for real estate transactions. In the densest urban areas, we've seen an exodus. New York City has endured numerous tragedies over the past 20 years, from the 9-11 attacks in 2001 to Hurricane Sandy, which crippled the city's public transportation system for months afterwards. 
and now most recently, the density of New York created a perfect storm for infection transmission. Work from home orders have meant that there's no reason to be an expensive real estate in New York with all the inconveniences associated with the dense urban environment. Some people have said enough's enough and have decided to ditch the city for a lower density lifestyle. Two brokers I spoke with in New York said a large number of units had come on the market in a few weeks. And prior to the outbreak, there was already a glut of new units on the market, representing an average of six years of inventory in three of New York's boroughs. Some businesses have told their employees that they're not going to be coming back to the office until a vaccine's available for coronavirus. Some companies like Twitter and Spotify have decided to make working from home permanent. So here we have a clear reversal of a 20-year trend. And now is the time to pay close attention to what's happening in the local submarkets and make sure your projects are on the right side of what's trending. As you think about that, have an awesome rest of your day. Go make some great things happen. I'll talk to you again tomorrow.